0: Thank you for listening to the podcast. This is Sten. I would like to announce that my team in Nashville is looking to add an experienced advisor. This advisor would have approximately four years or more of experience. But more importantly, this advisor is looking for a new challenge. This advisor wants to take the elite path and reject the average path in our industry. In this role, you work right alongside me growing your business. Together, we will help level up legacy as an organization. If you think you're up for this challenge, you can go to stenmorgan.com backslash apply to answer the questionnaire. Or if you're listening to this and you were thinking of another advisor that could be a good fit, please make that connection. And if that advisor becomes an advisor on our team, I will send you a $5,000 referral fee. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. Andy, good to be with you, brother. Uh, I did have somebody, a good friend of mine that listens to the podcast, ask if there's anything on this paper that I have in front of me. What? So there is. So you know, you know who you are, you're watching. We do have real notes. This is not yeah, just for dramatic. I, like
1: I feel like that's a compliment. Dramatic effect. Because I'm like, no, we have a lot of notes. <laughs> we, just, we, uh, we kind no. of freestyle, but we, we... No, we don't. We, we prepare, we, we promise. We, we very, very much prepare. Well, yes. I very... Yes. We prepare. That's we right. Prepare. We prepare. All
0: right. So uh, I love the term that readers lead and leaders read. Uh, that's a challenge for me. I, l- I like reading, but it's I was never... I feel like you read a lot. But it was a, I had to force myself to do it. Who cares? You read a lot
1: now. I Wait, try. When do you read? Uh, in the morning, oh. on trips. I don't see you reading, so that's why, I, but I know you read. Mm, yeah. You're a great liar. I do. Cause it, you're yes. always like, I read another book. I read another I'm book. I'm reading uh, synopses
0: of books all the time so I can regurgitate it. No, I, I definitely find time. You know, we all have busy lives, but reading is important. So a book I recently read, 10x
1: is easier than 2x. It is sweeping the yeah. advisor world and um, yeah, I, the business world in general. Yeah, yeah. So
0: if you haven't read it, pick it up. Great core concepts in it. Um, you may be somebody that listens to books. This is probably a book that if you listen to audio, it'll kind of plant some seeds, but actually sitting down with it and kind of taking notes and applying it. Um, I had to do both. Yeah. Cause sometimes I listen to it. It's like, Oh, good idea. And then I kind of go about my day versus actually sitting with it and trying to practically as a business owner, work through it. So high level, no spoil alerts. We're going to kind of talk about some key ideas, but there's a lot more in the book. Yeah. Is the idea of 2Xing something, doubling it. And this is where a lot of us live, especially as business owners, is we will say, I'm going to do more of the same thing harder, or I'm going to make small little tweaks to my business to grow. Fine. And it'll work, but you may just double what you're doing. The idea of 10Xing something. To 10x something, you have to reimagine it, be willing to completely break it and rebuild it. And for me as a business owner, there are seasons of, of 2x thinking where, hey, we need to just catch a rhythm and we need to make some adjustments and just get to work. But I've been through multiple seasons of my career where I'm like, if I keep doing it the same way, if I keep behaving like the same advisor, yeah. this is just going to get harder because I'm going to have more activity, uh, more responsibility, and I'm going to break this system yeah. Can I be responsible for breaking it ahead of time or am I going to let this thing just fall apart around yeah. me? Yeah. And so, for a frame of reference, as we talked today, 2X is keep doing what you're doing, grow through like sh- will alone and sheer force or, or tweak, tweak it,
1: make an Optimize. adjustment, Yeah.
0: Versus 10X is there's going to be times where you're going to stop and say, why am I continuing to force this model, hoping it yields a little bit more results versus. There's probably a different model that has way better growth in a you know, acceleration, but also maybe even
1: requires less of me. Yeah, there, there's so it's so fascinating when the simplest of ideas requires so much to unpack. But that's what this book, as I've heard some people talk about the book, uh, and I have read some summaries talking about it in addition to the book. But it, it says it's it's a really it's more of a philosophical and a why versus an exactly, exactly how you do it mm-hmm. because the how you do it is really going to be unique to you and your situation. But I find that the most profound thing about this book is that it, 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 it again taps into, as Sullivan and Hardy as a team so often do, is it taps into this thing that it is undeniable. It is undeniable. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, not how is undeniable. It's just true. You just know that the, those who reach their potential have a team, period. It's yep. just true. In the advisor world, in every in every part of business. And this taps into this deeply universal truth, which is that there are people that have 10X the results hmm. without doing 10X the work. Effort. Yeah. Effort. The, the, and, and it's, they're not, and this is one of the things, they're not 10 times smarter. They're not 10 times stronger, mm-hmm. right? They're not 10 times older. I mean, it's all those things it's like, of course. So, so what do they tap into that they get a 10x result versus those who toil away? And toil is not a positive word. <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, yeah, especially in our
0: business, which where
1: toiling is the standard of yeah. if you
0: survive long enough, the assets you manage or yeah. the client relationships you have will just organically grow. And eventually you'll just have more natural flow. You'll kind of prospect here and there, you know, but the goal is eventually to to get mediocre results and just work less because you're going to make enough just to provide a comfortable life for yourself. Yeah. And again, nothing wrong with that. I wanted that outcome as an advisor. I just didn't want to wait that long to do it. Yeah. And the good news is, as you get to that point, and and this isn't the path for everybody, and you realize like, there's a difference between being a salesperson that has a good income that works for the man, and you might be the man yourself, versus I own a business. And therefore, I get to work on the the things that are the highest and best use of my time. And what I love about what you said about these universal truths, like who, not how, it would be hard for somebody to sit at a table and argue that. Yeah. Uh, 10x, 2x is the same thing. So what comes to my mind is the idea that we could probably get 100 advisors in a room that would all agree these things are true. Yeah. Yet a small percentage of them are doing it. Yeah. So w- what
1: is that? And I, I like there's a, there's some other things that that the book talks about the concept in a way that I think help is helpful because there's some internal resistance of people when they hear 10x 2x they say I don't I'm not willing to go that fast or, I'm right. not willing to sacrifice this and this and this like mm-hmm. I'm not willing to give up or you know, like they just, they go right to limitations or and, and created objections. <laughs> but one of them is that, uh, you know, I don't need that much. And I love because the book says this 10 X is never a need, but if we want them, then we need to step into that ownership. Like if mm-hmm. you want, like, no, you don't have to have 10 X, but if you can, you need to do different things. Yeah. You, you, you know, you need, you need to go forth and mm-hmm. act in a different way than you're doing two X. And so if you could go through some of these uh, about when you, and, I, and I, you can tell when someone's read this book because they, they start to talk and think differently and their filter becomes much tighter. They don't let as much and many ideas and activities mm-hmm. through their filter because as it lists, it activates different parts of your life where it's like no, no stone is unturned mm-hmm. uh, with your behavior because you're, you start thinking in 10X terms. Mm-hmm. And, and so what are some of those areas that it's affected you?
0: Yeah. Um,
1: from a thinking
0: standpoint, I've had to go through the iteration of fighting that the way I see the world is true. <laughs> yeah. And my effort is going to be to try to fit everything in that box or ignore that it exists if it makes me uncomfortable enough. Yeah. To the idea of saying 10X thinking requires me to essentially question what I believe to be true. Yeah. Which is hard. And I we, told someone
1: this yesterday. I said, don't believe everything you think. That, that's yeah. not my phrase. Someone else told it to me, but don't believe everything you think and don't trust everything you feel. Yeah. And right. this might
0: be the hardest one. I'm, I'm glad we put it first on our list yeah. of things because this might, uh, Create a lot of questions in in people's minds because what we're saying is be willing to essentially question everything you know to be true. Yeah, uh, we're not getting into your personal life, but from a business standpoint, it is true that if you keep doing the same thing, you will you need to level up. Good to great is not do more of the same things and magically it's going to yield a different result. Yeah, that in business as advisors with clients with team members, doing something different if you keep doing the same thing, that's a sure sign that you're doing the wrong thing at some point hmm. that the change, even though there's discomfort in that, letting team members go 10 X requires hard decisions. Yeah. And when it comes to your thinking like that begins with you. Uh, and so the challenge to that is if you, do you think you're a self-aware person? Okay. Well, why do you seek out feedback? Do you, are you part of, you know, mastermind groups? Do you read a lot? Like what are the things in your life that you could use as evidence that, I don't stay stuck. I don't think I'm the smartest one in the room. I almost know for sure that there's a better way to do what I'm doing and I'm open to it in the right time. So, so the thinking one, that's a, that's
1: a big one. It is a big one because again, we know this to be true about brain, brain chemistry and and how that our thoughts are not like in the comic strips where it's just a thought bubble. Mm -hmm. Our, Our thoughts and our habits are physical tracks in our brain. That's the neuroplasticity. That it, that's why it's hard to change our habits because it's literally got, like getting your your tires in a rut where you try to get out and you can't. Like it's it, and our our brain likes habits; it makes things simpler. But 10x requires different thinking, and that requires an intentionality to our thinking that we generally don't have. We're not mm-hmm. usually very intentional about how you drive home from work yeah. or what you eat. It yeah. is. Or how you think about your business. And so it really calls into question so many different things. And I think all five of these, I will, I will challenge you as you listen, to, to truly get to 10x if
0: you want that. It's going to require some outside influence. I've hired coaches in the past, counselors in the past. Like On my own, I wasn't in any of these categories we're going to walk through able to create that level of change just by being in my own head. And so this is kind of a who not how situation. Also, yeah. I think that as you go through this, if you're like, you know, next one I want to talk about is innovation. I'm just not an innovative thinker. Like it, it freaks me out. Change scares me. Well, this may be the one where you're like, I'm going to outsource a little bit of in this innovation. I'm going to go somewhere and make somebody make me so uncomfortable. You know, the idea of like if I, if I shoot for 100 X return, maybe I'll land at 50. Yeah. Well, it's better than two. And so sometimes it's like, I just have to think so big and, and get out of my comfort zone in a safe way. You know, you probably don't bring your team into a conference room and just start saying a bunch of crazy stuff. But maybe you have a breakout retreat with one person, you hire somebody to come in and you're like, all right, we're going to challenge the way we're doing business. Yeah. Like, how do, how do we innovate here? And when it comes to innovation, you really have to, I think, throw out some ideas that seem impossible. A lot of 10X thinking, you do not know how you're going to get there yet. You have to be willing to do like, open up and present a scenario that accomplishes everything you want. And as an advisor, we want to help more people make more money and right. work more efficiently. Yeah. And to do that, it's not that you are the main advisor filing paperwork and doing all that for the next 30 years. But you may say, I don't know any better. I don't know how to hire people. Out. You have to go get help at times with this. Yeah. And so to innovate as a business owner, as an advisor, The best way I've learned this is going to conferences, going to events and surrounding myself with people that just think bigger. Yeah. Because in that discomfort of sitting there, I always leave with with something changed.
1: We all, we start, I would say we start all of our events at this point with our goal is to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Because (laughs) if you stay in your comfort, you will not change Mm -hmm. and you're here because you want to change. Yeah. Now we're not we're not radically changing your personal life and we're not going to like wrestle, you know, like when I saying, pinned you, you're uncomfortable. No, like, but we are going to deeply, deeply challenge what you know and think to be true about yourself and your capacity in a very positive way. Right. And, and here's an example of this. Um, and here's another clarification I do want to make about 10 X. And again, I, that's another thing I love about this book is, um, 10x is not just quantitative, which it sounds like just a number. It's also qualitative. Like you can you can do something. I thought this was really nuanced. They used Mr. Beast, the YouTuber, as an example, that he says, when I make my videos 10% better, they do four times as good. Mm-hmm. So it's not that he made his videos 10 times as good as the competition. He made them 10% or 20% better and that yielded even greater results. Exponential results. Yeah. Right, exponential results. So don't, here, 10 times as much effort. We're talking about right. 10 times as much results. But if your quality is a little better, and this is where we talk about superpowers, mm-hmm. right? If you, if you can be better at 95% of people at one thing, mm-hmm. it, it's not to have to be great at seven things. It's it's what's the one thing that you're better at most people at, then you can run with that and run with that and run with that. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to do all these other things. Well, though, one thing I do appreciate in... The, the reason I like using
0: the word superpower is it's radical enough that it's it's easy to decide if something qualifies or doesn't qualify for that. With 10x and 2x, if you're thinking 10x, it, it serves us as a filter of saying, Am I thinking big enough? Am I thinking uh, uncomfortably enough? So I, I appreciate you pointing that out that it doesn't mean always like 10x. I want to 10 times my business, I want to 10x it. But even as a baseline filter of saying, is this activity, And we use average versus elite in our teaching, Yeah. is this an average activity that's going <laughs> to yield average results yeah. or is this elite? And we sit there and we work with advisors on building this filter out yeah. because this is a muscle as you build it over time it will become more natural. And the next one we want to talk about is decision making. The first time you do anything is weird and uncomfortable. Over time, it becomes second nature. And so the way I think today that people would be like man when he has ideas or does this stuff like that makes me uncomfortable how does he think he can do that that is that is 8 years removed from a fixed mindset scared advisor that had you know scarcity mentality there's only so many clients out there but I had to I had to kind of hijack that process yeah. and redefine it yeah and so what's great about the decision
1: making with this is that the more you do it the better you'll get at it. If you 10X your decision-making, and this is a core element of the book, and, and whether you're watching or listening, I hope, hope you hone in on what Sen is saying here, is that when you 10X your decision-making, you actually, and the, the book makes this case, that it makes decisions easier, mm-hmm. because if your goal is elite, then all these things are like, is that elite? No. Is that elite? No. Like, you know elite. Yeah. Right? You know 10X. The 10X, it's not like, do you want a 2X or 4X? Like, like, I don't know, maybe both. 10X versus 2X, what it actually does, and this is what they make the case that 10X is easier than 2X Mm -hmm. because you get rid of all these other options. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, because they become obviously average. Like, well, that... But what if you do a really, really... No. It just will never work. Yeah. Here's a... I think a practical example, because I drive generally the same route to work every day. Could I get to work twice as fast by just driving really, 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 really fast? And the answer is yes. I actually think I could, right? I could. Mm -hmm. I could take a different route. I mean, there's country roads. I I could really fully optimize and probably get to work in 50 minutes instead of 30. I could. But if you're like, okay, Andy, how do you 10X your route to work? I'd be like... I, I, I would have to go way outside of my chair. Right. right? But here's what's mm-hmm. fascinating, and, and people think, well, that's is kind that of ridiculous. in your office? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah, well, actually, you know what's interesting is that would be a 10X. If it's a day, 10X yeah, is, yeah. well, you have a 30-minute commute. How do you have a three-minute commute? Um, I don't know. And I know people do this. Like, they have an apartment near their office. Oh, well, yeah. Or they're like, oh, I'm going to move closer. I'm going to whatever. That, that's not a 2X. That's a 10X. They, they, well, how much money does that cost? I don't know. How much does your commute cost you? I'm not saying that's for everybody, but that's, that's right. a 10x. Oh yeah, it's, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a different residence. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, okay. So how about this one? When they wanted to 10x, I don't think they've quite gotten 10x space travel costs. Meaning they want to make them 10 times more affordable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elon Musk is like, well, let's reuse the rockets. Let's land the rockets on a ship in the ocean that we just used. So I don't wonder, wonder if there was like to, new math found or oh, literally the smartest people in the world hadn't thought about that or thought about it but said it couldn't work. I don't know. Yeah. But the idea, that for, here's the first idea. Hey, this thing, and this is, I I, I was doing some research for the episode today and, and, and this is not in the book. I was just doing some free thinking about it of examples of 10X. And, and Elon Musk says, it's an, exa- an example of not reusing rockets. is like building a, a plane. You know, we went to Vegas a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and said, all right, everybody. Welcome to uh, Nashville Airport. Uh, we're going to be going to Vegas today. And then we're not going to use the plane ever again. Just going to blow it up. I'm like, why would you do that? And he was like, why do we do that with... I'm like, that's a great... That's a 10X. Yeah. So how do you lower the cost? Is take this thing that costs you know, $75 million to use one time mm-hmm. and use it 10 times. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? Well, let's see. We've got to like probably use different components. And then like, how do we retrieve it? How I mean, we have to land it? But it's kind of over the ocean. Okay, mm-hmm. we'll land it in the ocean. Yeah. Like. What? Yeah, that's right. what? <laughs> what? 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 And you know what? You want to look look up uh, SpaceX fails, and get comfortable because they're blowing stuff. There's up. a bunch of stuff. <laughs> There's a bunch of those rockets landing because apparently landing on a that moving ship <laughs> on the ocean is hard. I mean, that's, I don't know why. What, you what I love about
0: that example is like there was probably a lot of that that had never been done before. Yeah. By deciding He's on a 10x, <laughs> they had to do things that had never been done. Absolutely, get really uncomfortable. And there was a chance it may not work, but the probability, like if it does work, the outcome. So think about your business and the things you're doing that you know you may only do things that have a really high probability of success. Sometimes people set goals they know they're gonna hit. Yeah. Instead of being like, in an ideal world, I would work from the office three days a week. I would have this, I would have twice the revenue, 10 times the revenue I have now. Like paint a scenario to where you have to sit there and be like, I, I have no idea how this is gonna happen.
1: And then you start solving problems. Now, of course you don't have any idea because you've never thought that way. That's right. We don't, we don't generally think in 10x. And this book gives you permission and I think a pathway to and habits to start thinking. And we're going to have another full episode talking about some of these elements, but um, a little bit of a teaser is how you use your time uh, differently. 10x use of time is very different than 2x use of time, yeah. for sure. So you're really good at this. like, And, and it's, I think it's a, it's a sign of of healthiness, and other people might just say uh, awareness. Some people might say lazy, but I think that that's a, that's a, um, that's a, uh, I'll say small minded way of, of saying it mm-hmm. is really about doing only what you're good at. It's not about, it's not that you don't want to do work, mm-hmm. it's you want to do the right kind of work. Yeah. Right. And it's that 10X requires you to let go of 80% of your current actions. Yep. What got you here? won't get you there. People know it. If you heard me say it, you believe it. You've yep. said it before. But how much of what you do is different today than it was five years ago when you are in the business? Really? Are you, what, what percentage of the stuff were you doing then that you're still doing now? And I think those who get mm-hmm. the 10X are ruthless about saying, I have, mm-hmm. this, I have to cut this, I have to cut this, I cut this. And what's only left yep. is their superpower.
0: Yeah, I think you do have to become less tolerant of busy work, average activity, and as I started experiencing that feeling of, "Sten, why are you doing this thing? Am I just filling time?" Sometimes I'm guilty of this, and advisors we coach will catch them on this. Is they're they're doing certain tasks to avoid the harder things, and that that's something I still struggle with. Where I'll find myself killing time, I'm like, "Okay, Sten, you need 30 minutes just to knock this thing out." So so this tension is going to remain. Like as you start thinking 10x, it's not that you know, this is going to happen overnight, and you're all of a sudden going to you know go invent a bunch of stuff and your business is going to blow up. For a period of time, it cre- can create more tension and make you more uncomfortable. But like, if you can push through that, this is a healthier way to think as a business owner because it will help you either hire people because it'll be undeniable that you should stop doing something and that somebody should, yeah. or you're going to say, I should stop doing that if I'm not so convinced I need somebody else to do that for me, whether that's a team member outsourcing it, well, then I should stop doing it. So, so for me, over time, I built that up to where, I mean, there's an extreme version of this where people are like, I don't do my own grocery shopping. I don't want me all on grass. Like I'm, I'm so hyper-focused on the effectiveness of every minute. I don't go that far, but I'm thankful that I actually I have the filter now to question how I'm spending my time.
1: This is an example we do at the events is I'll ask someone like, will you wash my car for $10? And they're like, no. I mean, and I'll say be honest with me, like, will you? And they're like, no, I'm like 20, 40. And once you get to a certain amount, someone will say yes, <laughs> That's right. because their time has a measure of value, mm-hmm. right? And so th- it's that, but it's to a, it's a, to a profound extreme mm-hmm. of, I'm just gonna hire someone to do this thing for me. I'm gonna bring someone in because I will never get there by charging more or thinking mm-hmm. the way I've been thinking.
0: And you, can't, and you can't, in that context, base it off of what you think your time is worth today. It's really what I believe my time will be worth in the future. And I need to make the decisions to get myself there faster.
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. 20-something-year-old advisor, Sten, was like, man, if I can make 100 bucks an hour, like that's, that's wild. To adopt this habit, I had to start imagining like, well, what if someday my time was worth this? Yeah, What kind of activities would I be willing to do? And so you start without having 100% full confidence, maybe a little imposter syndrome. Like, okay, I'm going to start behaving as a business owner, which means I'm not going to do this, this, and that. Because someday I'm going to get to that place. I'm going to fully own that. There is going to be this transition and that we have people, advisors come to our event and we say this thing you're you're doing today, start doing it tomorrow a little bit differently, but start getting paid for it. That's kind of shocking. Charging for financial planning or building a business within your business to get paid for your time and ideas is 10x to our industry. Because everybody else is, how do I manage more AUM or sell more insurance and try to talk about it a little bit differently so I can get some more prospects? Like that, that screams average and 90% of us are doing that. Versus how do I approach this differently so that when I meet with a prospect, the prospect leaves scratching their head being like, I've never had a meeting like that before. Yeah. That's our hope is that within your business, you start leaning that way and, and resist the pull because it will be a pull
1: back to what you know, which is the average thing everybody else is doing. So we're going to talk about this in another episode, but th- what you talked about is a great lead into when you are really focused on your own unique ability or, or we call it your superpower, you go from um trying to sell your time which is where you say please accept me please accept me mm. to a buyer which is like i'm only going to go after things that i know that i want you go from asking to saying i'm i I'm, you, you know you go from being on one side of the shark tank to being on the other it's like nice. oh please pick me yep. to do i want to pick you yeah and again you might be sitting there going that sounds great good <laughs> I for you guys problem, i'd love to be there but all all that tone was so heavy in sarcasm and negativity Instead, let's have the posture of you know what that sounds great. I'd love to be there, and I'm going to commit to getting this book, reading it, mm-hmm. and start committing myself to identifying my superpower. That's yep. something we do in our in our mm-hmm. is, and we'll challenge people. Hey, hey, Mike, that sounds great, but is that in your superpower? Mm-hmm. No. Okay, then why are you doing it? Yeah. Right. In love, Mike. Don't do things that aren't in your superpower. So we're going to talk about that. We talk about how managing your time to achieve ten x, and this is the part of the book that really was kind of screwy and crazy was they talk about the different ways that you manage time. It's a really core Dan Sullivan teaching about time off and time on Mm. uh, and rest. And then the last part that we'll talk about is how to achieve 10X type of leadership. And this is really introspective. And this Mm. is where you go, oh, that's why they're a 10X person, because you recognize that the people have achieved 10X. It's not that, again, they do 10 times as much work. It's that their decision-making is so such a high level, they're so good at managing people and making decisions and having you're you're good at this of having a big vision for things. Mm-hmm. Like that's how you get to 10 X. It's cause you're just you've you've honed yourself and you made yourself the kind of leader that doesn't think two X, doesn't even talk about two X things. Mm-hmm. You've leveled up your leadership and the book does a really good job of breaking those down. So we'll talk about that in the next episode. That'd be great. Yeah, I challenge as you think about
0: it, get this book if you're practically, we love to give you guys practical stuff. Read this book. Um, put read it in the context of your business, maybe even your life, but I hope you have accountability in your life, whether it's a mastermind in my world, the, our advisor community, like you have to give other people permission to ask you and keep you accountable because that's 10 X two X is you read this book. Kind of you skim through it and you go back to doing what you're doing and maybe you tweak something, but you will be pulled back to pretty much the same business model you have now. 10 X is read this book, build a business model around it. Give others permission to speak into it and challenge you on how you're really going to apply that. And then what's your timeline to actually making some of those key decisions that you probably know you need to make?
1: I, I'm just realizing, and we'll end on this. We had advisors here. Uh, this would be now three weeks ago that their average fee when they showed up was $1,400. And I just realized this as we were sitting here. The average fee that they felt confident in charging was 14000 Like mm. they, I said, what, what was the, what's the highest amount you would feel confident charging? Like that's a that's a tenant. It, it literally is just a shift in thinking. i yeah. saying that's a different kind of deliverable. Yep. And if that can happen in 36 hours at one of our events, then what's the area of your life, your business? Mm-hmm. Like it can it can happen. But we didn't say. And now do 10 times as much work. That's right. Yeah. Like, please don't
0: hear that. We're we're not. We're saying the opposite of that. That 10x thinking is accomplish more with less time. It's more efficient thinking. It's more yeah. creative thinking. So so remove the limiting belief of like these guys. Are telling me that it's going to take more effort, more time because we're not. Thanks, Stan. Thanks, bud. Hey, everyone, Sten Morgan here. Thanks for listening today. I wanted to make sure to take an opportunity to reinforce the value of our How to Charge live event. We've had advisors come and increase their planning fees by over 500% within a year. One group came as a team, increased their planning fees within a year from 45,000 to over 300,000 in fees. If you're part of a team of advisors, or even if you're on your own, you need to unlock the value of your time and ideas. I know it's going to feel uncomfortable, but this is the future of our business. Visit howtochargelive.com and secure your
1: seat to our January event. We'll see you there.